Wow, well, what a weekend we've had. What a weekend we have had. Empty shelves in the supermarkets and empty pews in the churches. Well, it's been absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic to see so many churches and ministries stepping up to the plate and becoming innovative and creative in ensuring that the gospel of Jesus Christ has still uh, gone forward and gone forth, uh, giving opportunity for people still to be able to plug in and connect and receive a word of encouragement. Because if, if ever there's a time we need encouragement um, as a people, as society, as communities, it's now. It is now. Um, yeah, some churches streaming for the first time, but it's been great to see, you know, streaming services, churches uh, connecting on conference calls, some churches going back to basics, splitting the church up into twos and threes and ensuring that the mini cell groups are contacting one another, praying together, encouraging one another. Um, because although the church doors have closed, church has to go, has to go on. And it's wonderful to know that the crisis of this coronavirus has not crushed or silenced the voice of the church. And, um, you know, I just want to recognise and uh, give credit to all those churches and ministries that have ensured that the show has continued to go on. (laughs) Um, Desperate times call for desperate measures. And uh, I have a question for you this morning. And that question is this. What is in your hand? What is in your hand? The the first time we hear a question like this is when God speaks to Moses and uh, is given a a, a bit of a blueprint, a bit of a glimpse of what he wants him to do. And Moses doesn't think he's going to be able to meet the criteria and and God challenges him, challenges him and asks him, what is in your hand? Now this morning we're not actually going to talk about Moses, we're actually going to turn to the book of First Samuel and we're going to touch a bit on David. First Samuel chapter 17, just three verses, 38, 39 and 40. So let me read that before we go any further. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armour on him and a bronze, he- sorry, a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he wasn't used to them. I can't go in these, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, he chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, he approached the Philistine. We say amen to God's word. We read here that David was faced with Goliath, and he took with him the most unlikely weapon. It was nothing more than a schoolboy's catapult. The Bible refers to it as a sling. Um, in our culture, in our British culture, the closest thing to that would be something like a catapult. But it was David's expertise and his skill of this simple piece of weaponry that was the catalyst to the defeat of the Philistine army and to the victory of the Israelites. 
You see, God has given all of us the propensity to be the best at something, to be excellent at something. So never ever belittle your gift or your talent. As I mentioned earlier, the uh, coronavirus crisis has forced us into a situation whereby we've had to be creative about what we do. We've had to think, okay, how do we still maintain uh, unity and connectivity and communion within the church? How do we still deliver ministry to those that need it? How do we keep the show on the road? And we've had to step up to the plate. We've had to be creative. We've had to think about, okay, what are the skills and talents and technology that we can harness and that we can use skillfully in order to continue? Desperate times call for desperate measures. And if we're ever going to use a word to describe the time we're in now, it could be described as desperate. Because... When you can't find what you need at the shop, because everyone's cleaned out the toilet roll and potato and pasta and rice, well, when you can't find what you need at the shop, what are you going to do? How innovative and creative uh, are you going to be? What skills and abilities and talents do you have that can actually put food on the table? Can you bake bread? Can you bake a cake? Can you even cook? Some people, every day, they go into KFC or chip shop and they don't know how to cook, how to put a little meal together. So it's these things. We've become a generation who um, have lost somewhat something of what we've been called to. In, in Genesis, um you know, God told man to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish, to have dominion and, and to subdue. Um, and it's this fruitfulness that's important because we have to be able to produce. We have to be able to produce in times where we can't get what we need. So what is in your hand? What is it that you can do at this time that is going to be of value. You know, you have to identify your skills, identify your, ta- your talents and your giftings and value them, but use them unselfishly. Use them with wisdom and with integrity and with excellence and use them with, with a motive that is going to bless others. And you will then see how the giants begin to fall in your life. Desperate times call for desperate measures, but we have to know what are those measures, what are those skills abilities, giftings, talents that we have and how can we use them uh, not only uh, for you know, making sure church goes on, how can we use them practically to help our families and help those amongst us because we don't know how far this thing is going to go so I would encourage you to think about what is in your hands and as churches, as groups as communities I would encourage us to take stock of what we can do as people, as individuals, and also together. Because if it gets to a time where there's certain services or products that we can't get from the shop, uh, we need to know how we can actually support one another. Let's pray. 
Father God, I thank you for my gifts and talents, and I will endeavour to use them for your glory. Open doors of opportunity for me to improve and excel and perfect my skills so that the gifts that you've given me can bring something of you to the lives that I connect with, that my gifts become instruments of your will, that my talents become weapons in your hand and an extension of your influence, not only in my life, but in the lives of those that I connect with. And I ask this in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You've been listening to the Building Better Men podcast from Life Builders. Every day, in 10 minutes or less, we bring to you a short word which we believe you can use as a tool to help you make a positive impact in the kingdom, in the family, and in your community. To find out more about Life Builders, you can find us at lifebuilders.org.uk. You can email us, lifebuilders at ntcg.org.uk and we're on social media you can find us on twitter lifebuilders uk and instagram lifebuilders reloaded and of course good old facebook facebook.com forward slash lifebuilders be encouraged be inspired be better